0: It's Azura. And I'm Jermaine. And welcome back to another episode of Clavity's Hash Podcast. So today on Hush Podcast, we're actually going to unpack the concept of filial piety. Ooh, mm. More, you know, specifically who's responsible for taking care of our parents mm. and who's responsible for taking care of us when we grow old. And it's a big thing mm. in Asia, you know, especially. Mm. In the Eastern
1: mm. culture. Because yes. in Western
0: culture, it's different, right? Usually when kids are 18 years old, they move out and they kind of never go back to the nest. Yes, they turn eighteen, their parents yeah, are and their off. parents actually want them to move out. Yeah, they're like mm, please go. fuck off like,
2: Yes. <laughs> 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 please find a space outside. Exactly. Whereas in the Asian context, I feel like our parents would never want us to move out unless we are married. Huh. Mm. Do you actually think so? have you you asked your, your moved parents? Out? Yeah. Yeah, i moved out but they were very unwilling for me to move out. Um. And in fact, they always want me back, you know. But your sibling moved out as well. Because my brother is married, mm. so he moved out. Yeah. But my sister is not. So he's still staying together with my parents. And just yesterday, my sister told me in private that my mom told her that she's very thankful that my sister still lives with them. Oh. I felt so heartbroken oh. when I heard that because my mom thinks that, you know, the second daughter, the third son. They're both out already. So left yeah. with the
0: eldest daughter. Yeah, I think filial piety yeah. is very big in, in Asian culture sure. especially, right? Mm. And you think about um, this like, complicated relationship we have with our parents. When we grow old or when they grow old, do we have to support them financially, monetarily? But let me ask you guys first. What do you think filial piety means to you? I think it means
2: spending time with them and making sure they know that they're loved by me. I don't have to be physically staying with them but I have to just spend time with them maybe every weekend if
1: I can to the best of my ability. I think like while they are your parents it's like everything else as well where they are like many different ways to do it, show it, you know. So it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to live with them. But I think in this side of the world especially, because it's always been that way, right? And also because of, I guess, you know, it's expensive to own a place and things mm. like that. So yes, yeah, it's become very natural that, you know, until a certain age, you live with your parents, they expect you around. It feels like you are there to help them out with like the little things, the mm. daily stuff. It's the way yeah. to show love,
0: right? Mm. Not just by living with them. Um, you guys know who Confucius is? Yes. Of course. Yes. What's his Chinese name? Kongzi. Kongzi. I would like to quote the Kongzi. Mm. Kongzi right now. Correct. Yeah. Kong- am I right? right. Oh. <laughs> 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 Confucius says... There are three degrees of filial piety. Okay. The highest is being a credit to our parents, so like making them proud. Mm. The second is not disgracing them. Okay, like, at least we are there. Yeah. <laughs> and the lowest form of filial piety is being able to simply support them. Oh. So supporting them is the basic. Emotionally or financially is mm. the basic. And the very top is making them proud. Mm. Yeah. So Confucius has a point, but yes, there are many different forms of filial piety, right? Um, some acts include like obeying your parents' wishes. Like if your parents mm. say, "Don't go out tonight," and then you go out tonight, that's not mm. filial piety. Ah, uh, really? Wow. Yeah. I mean- <laughs> Taking care of them when they're old, working hard to provide them with material comfort, such as food Mm. money Mm -hmm. or pampering, or even giving them like a monthly allowance Mm. such that maybe they can retire earlier or they don't have to work so hard Mm. in order to support themselves, right? These are commonly viewed as displays of filial piety in Singapore. I've had family friends and friends and all that who have to give monthly allowance to their parents, right? But their parents view their kids as more of a retirement plan where in a sense like, you know, if I want to stop working at any time, I'm just going to stop. You guys have to support me, not just in my basic necessities, but if like, I want to buy buy a watch. Yeah, I want to buy a Rolex watch or a material thing. You have to chip in because you are my kid.
2: Mm. What do you
0: think of that then, where they view kids as a
1: retirement plan? Here's the thing, right? First of all, I know people have different views about this, but I feel like if you're going to have kids, you need to know that, or you need to be ready that they don't owe you anything. If they do it, they do If they don't, it was a choice that you made to have them What do you feel, Hazy? I can feel the TikTokers coming at us for (laughs) this already Enough lah, enough lah
2: (laughs) Well, I feel like to a certain extent Azura is right But I can't deny that a lot of parents think that They bear kids to create sort of like a path for themselves When they are old and they are sick, you know There's someone to take care of them But I agree, you know when you give birth to kids, you have to be ready that they have their own lives that they want to lead. Who's to say that they will stay in Singapore, you know, by your side forever? They can very well migrate elsewhere, start uh, their own lives elsewhere.
0: And a lot of parents would be happy for their kids lah, if they choose to do so, right? Mm. So I think a lot of people say, right? I mean, based on what you guys are covering, um, that your parents didn't leave you when you were young. So don't leave them when they are old. <sighs> yeah.
1: Which is a very heartbreaking thing to hear. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, but I also feel like I don't like it when there are obligations, you know. Like, like I'm gonna but, do it anyway. Sure, but don't tell me. But I'm don't feel entitled to. Yes. to it. Is that what you're saying?
0: Yes. Well, I mean, it seems like you know the the least you can do, according mm. to Confucius, <laughs> is. Give back to them for, for raising you in any mm. way It doesn't have to just be monetarily mm. It can be through love, through spending time with them and all that So when you girls first started your proper job, right, where you earned your own keep Did you feel like you had to give your parents a monthly allowance? Yes Yes? Yes, for sure Because for my entire life,
2: I've seen my father give my grandma money every single month. Mm. Ah. So I was brought up this way. Since he is so filial to my grandmother, I want to be the same way as Mm. he is. Of course, I'm not saying that the only way to be filial is to give them monthly allowance, right? But I feel like this is a
0: little something that I can do, then why not? Mm. So how many percent... Of your monthly salary, is there is there like a, you know, golden rule right. for how much you should give back to them?
2: Okay, I feel like our jobs are a bit more different. Our mm. monthly income every month is very flexible. It fluctuates,
0: right? Correct, yeah. and yeah.
2: sometimes very, very uh, vastly. Yeah. So, I feel like 10% of my basic salary is a must-give. Okay. okay. Okay, 10%. And I'll speak 50-50 la. I'll give my uh, ah. mom and my dad mm. the exact same amount of money. Mm. But on certain months where I earn a bit more, mm. then or if I get my bonus, for example, I'll bring them out for a meal or I'll just give them extra wow. that month. Confucius would be very proud of her.
0: <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Very nice. What about you, Zira? Do you, you know, participate in that act?
1: <laughs> no, be honest. I mean, <laughs> yes, yes, it's fine. I give money every month. Oh, you do, you do. do. Okay, okay. okay. Is hmm. that like a rule or? No, like, I think as a start, I just sort of like feel feel a bit like what <laughs> is like a okay amount to give you know like not so shabby like right mm. yeah and then I sort of just did that okay mm. I have a friend he
2: has a single mom like so grew up in a single like parent mm. family and every month he gives his mother $1,500 wow. wow to me that is a lot that's 10% of his salary no oh, is he? I don't think him. so I think that's at least like Wow. 30% of his salary, at least. Wow. That's incredible. But yeah, he tells me that, you know, because his mom worked so hard to raise him single-handedly, this is the least he can do. And I'm just like, wow, respect, really. That is the highest degree yeah. of You see, authority. right, this is
1: also where I feel like you reap what you sow. You... Huh? Okay, I mean... We have to be honest, right? Yeah Not everyone have the best of relationships with their parents Okay Sure Not every parent have done right by their children Mm -hmm. Understand And I think You can't expect what you didn't give out of your kids You know what I mean? Oh I think you can't expect them to give you this, this, this Or a certain level of this and that Just because you have the title parents That's a hot
0: take But let me one up you I'm scared, eh? by saying that you know how, like, after a divorce, you know, alimony, you are legally obliged right. to pay that, right? Did you know that in Singapore there is a legal obligation? No matter if your parents treated you well, or like shit, there's something called the Maintenance of Parents Act, which allows elderly or needy parents in Singapore to claim maintenance from their children who are capable of supporting them but not doing so. Okay. Yes, so the law protects mm-hmm. the elderly and the older generation and they can claim it in like a form of a monthly sum or a All periodic right. sum. Okay. Yeah. That's so, pretty good. I never knew that this yeah. existed to be honest. But wouldn't things be a bit ugly if it gets to this state? Of like, course. Rest? If you have to go through the law, mm. yeah. I mean that's a really you know, complicated really family situation. Mm. For sure mm. um, But of course okay. This is monetarily Personally I, I don't give my parents Monthly allowance But I try to do it In other ways Like take them out for meals Or spend more time with them Right? Mm-hmm. Honestly all they want Is like quality time with me Correct Because also work is very busy So just having a meal at home Or spending time with them But let's say right You get married And then your parents Expect to move Into your matrimonial home With you <gasps> Your BTO Or whatever it is mm. Wait 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 why, why the Why the Loud sigh No, I think I, 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 I...
2: (laughs) You can't accept that? I will seriously consider that. But I will explore other options. And if it comes down to the last resort, um, of course I will like gladly take them in. Yeah. You know, because I feel like after getting married, it's your own life with your other half. And you're going to be starting your own family. I can accept like staying close Mm, with okay, my parents okay. mm, Like neighbours Correct, correct. Yeah. Even like uh, Upstairs, downstairs Or like Side by side That's fine But if it's in the same space I'm just afraid It complicates things Just a bit
1: Understand But, but okay. if you were A
0: single child mm. Then your parents Got nowhere to go oh, You want them to stay alone la. Close by la.
2: Okay Yeah I will get a flat Very near by them So by foot You know Every day we can Still meet for dinner But I believe Your personal space Is very important
1: What if Okay mm-hmm. If it's your parents It's fine right It's look A little bit easier for you to work it out. What if my other half's parents? Oh yeah, that's true. Then it's up to him. Like, what if he really wants them to stay with you? Then he must have good reason. But what if he says they're my parents and that's enough of a reason? You're you're making it very difficult for her, you know. I know. She's swept if the
2: Wow, that's really, really very tough, eh? Yeah. Must work it out a lot. Yeah. I think this this is no longer
0: like a uh filial piety issue, it is between you and your partner, like the it's communication true. that you have, right? Right. Yeah, it's true, it's true. So Basically, when you get into a relationship or you're on your first date, right? Ask them, do you want your parents to move in with us <laughs> after you get married? Just the get that out of the way. Yeah. If they say it's a hard yes, right? Walk away from the date. <laughs> if it's not for you lah. Go yeah, on, yeah, yeah, try yeah. again tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, okay. Actually, there's this Reddit post where a Singaporean Redditor shared this, right? The best gift that parents can give themselves and their children is being financially independent after retirement. Oh, I fully agree with that. Really? Yeah, but I You agree. just said that you you are giving money to your parents.
2: Correct, but that's Correct. an additional bonus. Mm. They don't need my monthly allowance, Correct. by the way. They're like, not relying really- on it correct, mm. in fact they find ways to give back to me Like I'm flying in a few days time My mom just gave me like this angpao. pao He's, She says it's a, a ilu shun feng hong pao For me to like, you know, have a safe flight and stuff he basically, She basically gave me back the monthly allow- allowance that I gave to her mm. So they're always find, finding ways to make sure I'm well supported mm. Like they don't need my money but I know that they feel touched
0: mm. Whenever I give it to them Okay, mm. so do you feel like I mean monetarily, okay financially independent after retirement health-wise if they need like a caregiver you know like for example my grandma has dementia and stuff like that they need a caregiver what about in that situation
1: i know of families of which like um where the parent or the old person has like savings that are enough right Mm. and then i know in those families like they will sort of like use that money to cover to cover for like a caregiver a helper whatever it is um but i think that one a bit no choice leh like as a child if there was no reserves or anything like that it's either you do it yourself mm. or you pay for someone no like i have a friend whose mom needs to be
0: on a feeding tube mm. so they had to buy a hospital bed put it at home and you know obviously living in their matrimonial home because she needs mm. to be taken care of every day and he didn't want her to live on her own with just a caregiver Oh, that's so sweet of him. Yeah, I mean, in that case, I think like Zura said, it's a bit no choice Mm. and you want to maximise the amount of time that you have with Mm -hmm. your parent in that sense. But this is the children's responsibility, right? This is what we're Mm. talking about. Let's switch a little bit to something a bit more societal level. Do you guys think that the government should be responsible of taking care of our parents? To a certain extent,
2: I think yes. This is where our CPF comes in, right? Our MediSave and all of that because then we'll have that sum of money we need To provide for us if one day we know we are old, we have children, sure, but we need to go to the hospital. And then that's when we can use our own funds without touching
0: our children's savings. Actually, there's a poll done by the Institute of Policy Studies. Mm. 69% of people rank the government as either first or second in importance for being responsible of taking care of older people in society. Wow! Because the researchers there actually believe that the capacity of us, the community, individual people, right, may not be enough to support the elderly and it's insufficient, you know, for us to bear this responsibility fully. So I guess we are very lucky that we live in a country where, you know, there are systems in place that acknowledge, you know, they are responsible
1: in some level. I think because there are also many different levels of society, so you know, what someone needs, even if the kids want to care for them, you know, do whatever they can for them, they may not be able to yeah. you know because there are limitations as well so i think that's where the government comes into play mm. Mm. i think on an individual level
0: it's us taking care of our parents yeah. societal and governmental level it's policies mm. then there's community level right what's community level i'll give you guys an example so you you know you know um of how might right so uh, my family's grocery store mm-hmm. so we actually partnered with this app called cara c-a-r-a mm. what they do is that they offer um you know support to patients uh, with dementia oh. and their caregivers. Because if you think about it, people with dementia, like my grandma, right, they sometimes, she has walked out of her house and gotten lost right. on her own. She needs a caregiver with her at all times. She doesn't remember things. She doesn't remember, you know, names and her own address and stuff like that. So by supporting, you know, these people on a community level mm. where, like, it's uh, it could be me or you or even Zura coming up with ideas like that to support the elderly people. Mm. I think that is a very beautiful thing. Mm. Yeah, and we should give them all the support we can.
2: Right. And actually about 72% of people rank the community as either third or last of four choices on delivering such care. Mm. Actually, that's quite a high percentage, no? 72%?
0: Yeah, Yeah, that's quite a high percentage. So do you think that it's a collective responsibility on all of our parts To watch out for the elderly. Like even just, let's say crossing the road. Mm. They need Mm -hmm. help. Something as simple as that. yeah, Yeah. For
1: sure. I think it's not about like, you know, elderly or not, but it's just a very human thing. On a human level, like you should just look out for each other, right? Care and support for each other. But I feel like, you know, government aside, community aside,
2: your children aside, First of all, it is our own responsibility to take care of ourselves. Mm. Um, I know of some of my aunties and uncles, they go out for like walks or jogs every evening just to Mm. make sure that they are in good shape, Mm. you know, so that they don't um, have their muscles weaken and they will face like not being able to walk situations like that in the future. So staying active
0: on on your own part. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, what about how can we care and support for the aging population, um, which means uh, sixty five and older. Which honestly, my parents are like close, very close to that age mm. already. Okay. Because one in five people in Singapore are sixty five or older.
1: Wow. Yeah. So what are
0: some ways that you know we can support the aging population? I think one of them is volunteering, community-based mm-hmm. social support. Right. Um. I used to volunteer at this place called Willing Hearts, okay. where they pack food for oh. like um. Aging nursing homes And all that And then they send it out So you go to their Warehouse in the morning And you help them Pack all the food Mm. And then you can also offer To like deliver it to the nursing homes oh that's very sweet I think another way to pitch in is to do
2: activities together with the elderly Mm. whatever they like some of them may like gardening uh, Mm. painting singing whatever spend time you know uh, play the ukulele with them sing with them make them happy
1: I think this is something money can never achieve Mm. Mm. absolutely I think they are also you know lonely sometimes Mm. they feel like I think at a certain age you feel like you've always been so useful to the community you know to the people around you and then it hits a certain point where you feel like oh you're not very wanted you're not very needed you know you're more of a liability so i think that helps like to assure them that you know they're still very useful you can talk to them and like ask them for wisdom i'm sure they feel appreciated yes mm-hmm. i think one thing that helps them feel more in touch
0: with society is digital literacy i mean most of them barely know how to use a landline and when you think about smartphones they are so complicated for them mm. and you know some of these um, tech companies they actually do like how to use smartphone 101 classes But so it teaches them How to set up their phones You know How to contact their grandkids And all that How to use FaceTime So, so a lot of things like that mm. Helps them with digital literacy mm. If you can go teach your grandma How to use I don't know TikTok
1: <laughs> I got many got many grandparents on <laughs> yeah. TikTok
2: and all this so cool. And you know my my mom, she uses Shopee because they have that these little games, right? Like, I don't know what spot to the difference or like coins, yeah, you can it? water your plants <laughs> and like she 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 does that because then she gets more vouchers, right? So yeah. there's like an incentive to her, but ah. at the same time she's forcing herself to learn new things, how to use apps like Shopee, Lazada, yeah. uh, Instagram, whatever you name it.
1: Yeah, That's so cute. Yeah. That's
0: really cool. Or even teaching them how to use like FaceTime. Because when my dad uses FaceTime, right, the video is on but he'll be like, hello? <laughs> <laughs> and all I see is the inside of his ear. I'm like, dad, put away from your face. Especially when I was living overseas, I'm like, put it away from your face. Yeah, So things like that. Or even... Parents that can request for daytime caregivers mm. on certain mm. apps. Um, like, you know how young people, right? We sometimes book, like, cleaning services on oh, apps. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so parents, if they feel like they need a caregiver for that particular day to help them with grocery shopping, they can mm. book it. And they can do so themselves on yes. their phones. And that's the best part. That's yeah. amazing, eh? Mm-hmm. How about encouraging a diverse and inclusive workforce? Right. Yes. Where, you, where you hire seniors in suitable mm. roles. Mm. You know, we like to go... Um, you know, out, right? Yeah And we always see this uh, old auntie okay. Cleaning yes. the toilet at the club And she's been there At the what? At the club <laughs> She's been there, no Trust guys, she's been there since Zook was at Tiakim. She's oh. been working at Zook for like 20 years probably And she's there every single week And I think that's just incredible She must have seen it all Oh, she, she's definitely seen it all <laughs> No, but I think, you know, you could very easily Hire someone younger Yes. Right. You could very easily just Mm. say goodbye to this auntie. But you kept her around. Mm. Yeah. And I think that shows, you know, a very inclusive workforce. Yeah.
1: And you know, some seniors they probably have to work, you know, to support themselves. Some they wanna work to just, you know, remain relevant. They still wanna just be active, you know, exercise and use their minds and stuff like that. So I think that should be an option because I think they still have a lot to offer, you Mm. know, whatever level of like Work it is Right mm. Speaking of workforce And tying back to what we said
2: About volunteering just now mm. I know certain companies They also have this policy Where If your employees do Like volunteer work For like three days They get two additional days Of <gasps> annual we'll leave. Do we have that? Do we have that? I think Media Corp Has this policy eh, you know that's I us <laughs> <laughs> Right So I'm not saying That you should do like Voluntary work Just for the For the leave For the
0: additional AL But it's a good first step It's an incentive Yeah yeah. Some uh, workplaces Also offer this thing called You know there's childcare leave Uh Mm. So they offer Parent care leave Ah. So it's ah. not, not like compassionate leave, it's not that. It's parent care.
1: Oh, um sometimes they call it family care leave. Family care leave. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. So
0: I think that's that's great if any employers or bosses listening right now, <laughs> you might want to consider or check HR if you have that policy. Oui. Yeah, but at the very least keep an eye out for elderly people in your mm. neighborhood. When you're walking on the street, if they yeah. need help opening a door or right. you know, if they're on a wheelchair Caring and they need stuff. help, yeah, opening the lift, please, please, you know, have the kindness in your heart mm. to do so. Yeah.
2: That's the least we can do la, But we also understand That taking care of Our elderly parents They can be Financially draining mm. um, For caregivers especially mm. uh, Also it's very Physically taxing yeah. and That said There are subsidies And social support In places to tide over
0: Short term financial difficulties Okay mm-hmm. We have a lot of these One of them is The Silver Support Scheme mm. It's a quarterly cash supplement To seniors who had Low incomes During their working years Therefore they have less You know in their CPF Or savings right. for retirement now That's mm. right I think
1: there's also something called Calm Care Long Term Assistance Um, Or LTA Uh, It provides Long term support To those permanently Unable to work Due to OH Illness You know um, Disability Or they have like Inadequate family support Or savings That's right Mm.
2: There's also this thing Called Meals on Wheels Meals on Wheels Mm. So cute M-O-W for short They provide meal deliveries To like homebound clients Who are unable to
0: buy Or even prepare Their own meals Mm. And do not have a caregiver To help them to do so Mm. Actually every year Around Christmas right What we'll do is We'll pack groceries And then we'll send them To household to household so usually what we do is we ring the bell or knock on the door Um, if they don't answer we just hang it outside but most of these elderly right they are more happy to see us and talk to us than just receiving like the rice or whatever Mm. they will just stand there like ah hi haoma like you know how are you guys like wow thank you so much and like just be able to interact with them you see the happiness on their Mm. face right because sometimes they are very isolated or they live alone and I've seen the conditions in which they live in So you never know, you know, organise these things within your own friend groups, your own communities Mm. and go out and support them. There's also something called the Seniors Mobility and Enabling Fund. It provides subsidies of up to 90% for seniors for like mobility and assistive devices. So it could be a wheelchair or something like that. Yes, and very importantly, I think what we need to do
2: right now in our current generation from today is to think what we really want for our future and what changes we can make now To create this sort of Positive impact Mm. It's not just a me problem right As we mentioned just now um, Singapore is facing A rapidly ageing population Mm. Um, Many places are facing Like low birth rates We're talking like Japan Korea And slowing social mobility So Mm. it's becoming More necessary to come together
0: And give back to our community That's right I mean it's important To tackle these problems On a social or community level Rather than just individually To create a future That we want to be prepared for Right Mm. Right? Because we We're going to be all one day guys we can't just be selfish and think, ah, oh, I'm
1: young, I don't care. Right. Yeah, yeah, and you know how like nowadays, I've heard this a lot recently, of which people think of our generation now as the generation that spends, doesn't plan for our future, oh, does whatever we want and like have no savings. I've heard this like, a couple of times in the past couple of weeks. Mm. So people think that of us So I think it's also important to Yeah, well you want to have fun Like to think of the future That you want to have as well That's
0: true Mm. And by understanding the care and support That elderly people need, right Mm. You can kind of prep yourself up For what you need in the future Yes Mm. Exactly So since I was young,
2: right My mom has bought me insurance Mm, This is something that she's taught me as well Mm. And um, looking at her I'm sure she's very well prepared for herself as well. If anything happens, touch
0: wood, then she will have something to fall back on, which Mm. is her insurance. Exactly. Mm. I mean, another thing that you can do is also lead a healthy lifestyle today. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, uh, it's a bit ironic for us to say. I mean, Hazy, maybe you can say. Because I say, uh, people don't believe.
2: (laughs) Try to cut down your sugar, guys, okay? I think it really makes a huge difference to me every day. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, last time, I used to have a cup of tea. You guys know it. So mm. much condensed milk and evaporated milk in it. But after I tried to cut down, the first three months, it was tough for me. Mm. But after that, I started to feel myself get more and more energetic every day. Really? The sugar can really slow you down, mm. you know? because you crash. Correct, mm. correct. And your body will take longer to sort of break down those sugars. Yeah. Mm. Another important thing, cut down on your sodium as well. Not saying don't take sodium, but everything in moderation. I like soya sauce. I know, (laughs) I love it too. Soya sauce with my chili pali. I love anything (laughs) that's salty. But as what I was saying, you don't have to cut it out completely. Just have it in moderation. Correctly, mm. So
0: you can also start proper financial planning, retirement yes. planning so that you can avoid being financially reliant on your kids or on other people. Correct. Like correct. ensuring that you get enough CPF. If mm. maybe you don't collect enough CPF at your job, um, how can you then put aside every month, you know, a part of your salary? Right. That counts as your CPF In the future Put it in a fixed deposit mm. Account Correct. such that You can't touch it Right. Um, getting the right Healthcare coverage Which we also talked about
2: And if you're like me Someone who is uh, Very bad at financial planning Why eh? not get someone really? To do it for you I'm not good at Financial planning You are like planning. best friends
0: With your financial planners That's why I have A financial planner oh, right. <laughs> so I have
2: to engage Someone to do it for yeah. me Albert, okay. I have to pay Like what 3% of the admin Or like uh, <sighs> the, the charges But yeah That is better than uh, yeah. Investing all your money Into something That you, you, you're not even sure of and losing all of them Right yeah. So always check With your financial planner No matter what You need to get done uh, if, Is it like your CPF concerns mm. MediSafe MediShield Anything A professional Will be there to help you yeah. mm. Alright with that Thank you for joining us On this episode of Cleveries. Hush <sighs> podcast Follow us on Instagram
1: for more at iscleverty.co. That's right. You can listen to us on Spotify, Me listen, Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to turn on the notifications. Yes, you can also watch us on
0: YouTube. I know a lot of you like to watch us on TikTok. You can go there and leave a comment. Thank you very much.
1: <laughs> I'm Hazel. I'm Azura. And I'm Jermaine. We'll see you
0: next time. Bye.